I love that film, by the way, man. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, rip it to shreds. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy your childhood. Please don't. Please don't destroy <laughs> it. I mean, it's so good. I'm gonna I, rape I find your it so good. Alright, welcome everyone to the second edition of our podcast. Have, have we decided on uh, upon a name yet, or is it still... Yeah, it's still uh, on the wraps. On the, on the, we're not going to reveal it yet. Yeah, it's super top secret. It's a top secret, Pentagon style. Yeah, yeah. Um, Area 51. Have you, oh, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. heard of that thing yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh way. yeah, the, the, <laughs> the raid they're about to do on yeah. uh, Area 51. I'm just gonna say that they will be uh, ripped to shreds if, that, <laughs> if they try that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. <laughs> what do you mean? I just, I just imagine you leaving for Area 51 like next week, and I never hear from you again <laughs> yeah. ever. You're like, whatever <laughs> happened to that guy? Hmm. You'll you'll get stored into like um, like Han Solo and end, end, end credits of the Indian Jones, like the storage units, and. <laughs> They'll put you in a box and like each one oh, yeah. wheel you into the side. Frozen carbonate. And, you, and you'll be lost for all eternity. Yes. And then I'll be the uh, archaeological find. But um, but yeah, no, this film, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm -hmm. directed by Steven Spielberg, 1981. And also created by George Lucas, of course. He was a big contributor and he created the story song. Um, he came up with the original idea, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, you, you watched the film yesterday, right? Yes. What do you think? Okay. I watched a bit earlier, too, just to like recap my memory and stuff. Um, it's mm -hmm. good, right? Um, mm -hmm. it's just, like, obviously, like... I feel like films nowadays, they always kill it in the costume department, like wardrobe, props and everything. It was yeah, like yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Like, just, it's so iconic even now, like, um, you know, yeah. Harrison Ford with his yeah. hat, like Indiana Jones with his hat, like his whip and everything. Um, yeah, because you can, you can, you know who the character is by the by exactly, nice yeah. shadow ride. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's that's Indiana Jones, yeah. that's Dr. Jones, and it's, oh, I love it so much. Yeah. So before we... So you 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 told me right before the podcast you have some buts. We're gonna get to, yes. the, to those buts. Yes, yes. Uh, the ne the negative. I'm not sure negative, but like your impression of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, of how you how, how you felt with it. Yeah. But before we're just gonna start. Uh, should we talk about uh, the plot? I'm not. I'm guessing like everyone has seen the film, but like just a quick. Yeah, that's a, that's good. Yeah. Just I want to hear like, your thoughts about it, like the uh, like how you. Um, recount the story, kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So I don't have a synopsis in front of me now, but uh, but I think so. I origin. I think I first saw the film. I think it was sometimes after I seen A New Hope and the Star Wars trilogy, and I heard that George Lucas was working, or he uh, a new film was gonna. Uh, like obviously, like the, 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 these films were released in 1981, so I was like, it was like way after, like way before I was born. But but still, but still, I think it was something to do with all the Lego Lego video games, you know. And so, I because I was in, in, in initially introduced to Star Wars through the Lego games. Oh, cool! 
and that was so weird. I had a, I had the original one for my PlayStation Two, the um, the first one, uh, and New that Hope? played. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. So the, the Lego games actually went with the the real chronological order. Oh, so it was okay. One, two, three. That was the first game, and the second game was four, five, six. Right, right. Which makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Kids, obviously. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kids wouldn't understand otherwise, and uh, and I remember I played all that and I loved that. And, and the first Star Wars film I watched, I think, was Episode Three. That was my favorite. I bought it on on the uh, on the supermarket. I remember I was uh, I was uh, with my dad. We were just shopping for groceries or something, and I was and I saw it on the shelf because this was 2005 and it had just been released. And it was like a big big hit, I think. Yeah. Right, right. And then uh, and I just asked if I could get it. But, it, but I wasn't allowed to get it by my, my mom, I think, because it was... It looked really like violent, sort of? Yeah, it was the, the, the third one was a bit more violent than both the LEGO games and the other movies, but, but I snuck it with me and I and I watched it. And I, I did, because the thing about it, like, I didn't even understand English, and it, there was no... There were subtitles, but I couldn't read at that time, like, that well I could maybe read something. Yeah. So. Me and my me and my friend, we, we we would never understand what the what they said. We just saw spaceships, combat, and uh, lightsabers and duels and people burning and lightning and stuff like that. And you know what? That was, was probably so for the better, considering the dialogue yeah. that is in these films. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably for the better. <laughs> the third one, I think that has a pretty good, better dialogue. It's and because uh, uh, Chris, Hayden Christensen, his voice is uh, no, not voice, but like his facial acting is very good in some scenes. And when he's like, you remember the scene when he's staring into the uh, to the uh, from his from the Jedi Palace to his home uh, where Padme is. And oh it's just right, so, there's like a so intense. There's like a telekinetic connection, like a force connection. Yeah, that, like I think yeah, they're speaking to right each other or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was himself uh, thinking if he should go along with the. Going to the Jedi Temple and slaughtering all the, all the, but no, okay, not enough of <laughs> enough of yeah. Star Wars. We we should have talking about Star Wars. We should talk about Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I was introduced uh, introduced first to the Lego games, and then I think I was introduced because the next big thing was Indiana Jones. Mm. So and and I played through the inter- entire Indiana Jones thing, and then I later learned that there were the, that there was a film version, like a, a film, a, an actual film. Mm-hmm. So I think I was about oh, it must have been eight or eight or nine I was, and I and I saw the films and that, so I could read a bit more now so I could understand a little bit about it but not nearly as now enough to understand. I, I just saw Nazis and uh, and killing and uh, whips and uh, a guy with a hat and I I loved it. I just so it isn't it is not until like the more recent years not not recent years but like. I think around when I was like 13, 14, when I actually learned English, 15, mm. and I would uh, I would really dive into the story of the films, like both Star Wars and Indiana Jones, and I learned it, and I, was, I loved it. But so, when I first watched the entire, like, as an adult, I think, and I, and I had, like, the first time I actually viewed them as a film, and I could understand everything and stuff, I loved it, because it was unlike anything else I was watching at the time. Yeah, I it can was, imagine. Uh, yeah, it, it was because uh, all the films I watched around the time was set in in present, right? Mm. So in, in in the current day, and it was always the sad uh, um, real realism uh, with the films, sort of like you know, the post-war 
state, right? So is it because it like because I had that too, kind of? But mm-hmm. is it because like our parents choose the films for us to watch when we're little, and then as we get yeah. older, we we kind of like know how to watch other films by like other yeah. sources and yeah, stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, I, th- I think I think so. It's it's a very big thing in 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 Scandinavia the the Nord Nordic crime. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's it's sort of like uh, the uh, neo noir. Oh, I see. So, right, right. So, so, so it's sort of it's, it's sort of like these grim, more darkish police investigator type of uh, films, mm. and so that's really popular here. I bet you and like I, them now, though. As you get older, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, this yeah. Is now, yeah. Now, now I like them a lot. Yeah. I liked them at the time as well, but uh, but I was. It pale in comparison to, uh, to to Indiana Jones because mm-hmm. the, the thing about Indiana Jones, right? It's it sets you out completely of the world. You're drawn back to to the 30s mm-hmm. and, and 40s, early uh, before the war, and uh, and you see this guy searching for ancient artifacts. Because I was a history geek as well, so I love that. Uh, so uh, uh, searching for ancient artifacts that may or may not have existed and. Uh, and sort of twisting them into some really realistic yet fictional version of themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the Ark of the Covenant. It's said to have magic powers, but I'm not sure if it has or it had. Um, and all uh, same thing with the Holy Grail ride. Uh, but isn't that meant to give you like uh, immortality or something? The Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's inside. Uh, Next time we should discuss the third one because that's my that's my favorite of the of them all. Oh, okay. My, I, I like I love the third one the most. I'm looking forward to the third one too, actually. Yeah, Sean Connery, and it's uh, I think it, it's the most Indiana Jonesy Indiana Jones film if you if you know what I get. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, because they they sort of had to redeem themselves after their second one because that's the lowest one of mm. like of the of the of the of them all. Right, right. Besides the fourth one, I think. Okay. <laughs> but but. Uh, but yeah, the fil- so the film is the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark is um, is about uh, this archaeologist archeolo- uh, professor who searches, who travels around the world in search of artifacts that, and then brings them to the museums he works for or the school I think, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the basic premise of the film. Actually, he just travels travels the world in collective artifacts and goes on this amazing epic. Adventures, mm-hmm. yeah, and and they're so fun. It's not like this grim, uh, sad stories or like too too nice stories. It's it's like a perfect mixture of the two because it, it is violent, like the films that are they are violent, um, but in a positive slash not over the top. Not it's not like Saw, like with the that, but it's. Enough that you understand, like when 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 he shoots someone, you're right, and you understand. Okay, he's dead. We don't need to see. Oh yeah, it's not gory uh, or anything. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to see everything. Yeah. But I'm not sure what what else to say about about why I liked it so much. But I, but I think I just uh, it's like nostalgia uh, as well a lot. There's nostalgia. Like reason, I, I yeah. love the adventure part of it because it, it really took you out on a, on an adventure. I feel mm-hmm. in, in search of old cities and uh, artifacts uh, with a. With a, nothing but a man and, and a whip and a and a good gun and yeah that's all you need yeah. <laughs> that's all you need for adventure that's true it's simple in that way right so it's all about his wits and like how he gets out of a situation and stuff like that yeah and it, and and, and I'm, I'm 
I'm also drawn to the cinematic genius of it all, mm. in a way. So Steven Spielberg is, of course, a genius when it comes to, to film. I, li- I like his, I love his work. And so, uh, did you notice, like, before the film began? So in, at the start of the Raiders of the Lost Ark, you see the jungle, right? He's mm. in a jungle area. You don't know who this, this is. The first time you're introduced to the character, he, the first time he's introduced, he pulls a whip and pulls a gun and then mm. steps out of the shadow, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he go, proceeds to go into this ancient cave, and uh, of course he grabs this artifact, with the, with, and then a giant stone comes crashing towards him, and he has to escape the cave. Mm. And then exits to escape the Indians, or the Native American, I'm not sure what, 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 where he is exactly at this yeah. time. It's like, it looks uh, like Aztec, kind of. Like yeah, a, Aztec, yeah, yeah, something like that. And, uh, and travels back to this country before and the next scene is a school so it's it's the entire first part of the film is to establish who this character is it's it's, it's like a sub story before the story begins because no, but the early the first part of the story has nothing to do with uh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant that's mm. uh, later thing it's just established that this guy is a guy uh, is a man with a hat and a whip and he goes around collecting artifacts or like in search of this particular artifact because say, say if the film would begin with uh, uh, the school, like the first panorama shot oh, of the school. Oh, boring as hell immediately. Yeah, you, you would think, oh, this is uh, going to be a love story or, or, or <laughs> yeah. a love film, right? Like cause the, the the girl with the I love you on, on, so on her eyelashes. And, um, and, and, then, and then the next scene, he would you would cut to him going to Africa and you would, whoa, 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 what? Wasn't yeah. he a professor now? Yeah, is he teaching so, over it's, there? It's, it's, or? It, yeah, yeah, so... It just if you if you delete that first part you wouldn't get it mm. it wouldn't like make sense at first so introducing by who he is and then he, oh it, he's also an archaeologist uh, teacher professor and I like that so uh, what do you think now so 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 you watched a film yesterday and uh, a little bit, a bit more and you you talked about uh, you had some issues with it not issues but you had some um, yeah uh, like tiny gripes crit- critique critique yeah, yeah. critique. Right, so let, let's uh, okay. Let's start by what do you liked about it first? Okay, um, like to go off on what you were just saying, like you made a really good point about how, yeah, it's a professor, right? But he's not mm-hmm. doing his own conventional, like normal things that you would think he would do to so just like teach, and you know, it shows that he's got a passion for everything. He was actually he's actually willing to put his life on the line and stuff like mm-hmm. that for his like passion, which is like archaeology, and yeah, like, I really like that. Um, and obviously like the cinematography and everything like that like the practical effects too I mean we'll talk about it later but when obviously in the beginning scenes um, like when he's with that guy he's like his guide kind of or like um, I forgot what they're called but like he helps him maneuver through the temple like the Aztec temple Um, and when he gets gored by like those traps and that was really cool to see as well Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I'm, I'm wondering if that's a way to get around, like, the rating system as well, like, using puppets and stuff like that, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And funny thing is, did you notice, like, as I was watching it, I was like, hold on, I've seen that guy before, the one with the Indiana Jones in the beginning. Uh, the, and- the one that gets uh, trapped, yeah. like, he, he steals the, yeah, he's from, oh my god, where is he Dr. from again? Octopus. <laughs> from Spider-Man yeah, 2 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like I was like surely it can't be him because I thought he would be way older by now but I guess like Spider-Man was only 20 years after 
<laughs> but he still looks quite young. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, no. And I was like, oh, that's sick. And apparently that was his first uh, screen appearance in a film. Wow. And like the first day of shooting was him being covered with spiders. So I, I, I imagine that must have been great. And, that, that, and that's why he now became on the octopus. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah, that's a cool. Oh, that's a. You know what? That, you know how film directors do that? They pick, like, I think they did that with uh, Christian Bale too. They pick him with like. I wish. Yeah. I wish we get like uh, Indiana Jones origin story of, mm, uh, of him mm, becoming Doctor Puss. Uh, Doctor Puss. And he uh, hates later. spiders because of that. See? Yeah, that's that's great. That's a good point. Phil, director's listening. You gotta credit us. Yeah, in exactly. The film. We need to add that into IMDb. Well, um, I mean, there's not a lot that I disliked, but I wanted to ask you about the acting of the of the um, characters. Mm-hmm. Did okay. that take you out of the film at all, or is it just like the the time of when um, this film was made? Like that was normal. Um, uh, okay, you gotta be more specific on okay, wh- which actor or actress did you the, do you have in mind? When okay, it comes to I would acting? say the um, love interest. Uh, the name kind of escapes me for now. Just let me. Uh, let me um, uh, Marion. Yeah, Marion. Raven. Marion. Raven, that's yeah. it. Her acting's not so great. I thought. I mean, and infamously, Harrison Ford's acting's not the best either. Like people say, he plays the same role in every film. And <laughs> I'm good with this. For this part, I, I kind of give it a pass because, like, he's kind of like this, you know, monotone sort of doesn't take a sh- yeah. yeah doesn't take a crap about him. He's like a hard sort of um, he's got like a hard shell to penetrate sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but her acting wasn't that great in terms of like maybe it was the direction that she was given where out of nowhere she just like starts screaming and stuff like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, so I I think. Okay, so I think it has to do with both the time. Right. So this is in 1981, right? So yeah. I I don't think it was that important with like super realistic acting and okay. also the the mics are different and stuff like that. Okay. But but I I, I can see your point yeah. and I know and I can I can sort of hear that some of the dialogue may be a bit like monotone, maybe. Mm, like the inflection, like the way she says certain things. It's like, yeah, can it's, you it's, come it sounds like she's reading it off the script more than like yeah, actually. That, that, that could be, that, that could be. Yeah. And, uh, you got to remember it's George Lucas here behind the story. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> no, but uh, I think, I think, I, I, okay, so I, I think indeed has pretty good acting this like mm. but but it, it, i think it gets better so in the third one it's the best one i think yes yeah. is is yeah. uh, very good and it's uh, but i can still see so this is going to sound really rude again but like i feel like the female characters throughout because there, okay there are three main female characters in the film so it's the first one is ravenwood mm-hmm. in the second one it's uh, the wife of steven spielberg uh Oh, they, she's they, in it. Oh, wow. They, they later married. Uh, that's the main female. But, but, and the third one is like this German girl. Right, right. But the, the German girl sort of just puts me off because of her accent. And, and, uh, but, uh, so the first, so they have like different female characters in, in a way that the first one is supposed to be this sort of non masculine, but like independent woman, mm-hmm. which is really good. I love, I love, I love Marion uh, in, uh, 
in that film. Yeah, really. she's pretty she's, much introduced as like a badass where she's taking yeah. those shots of alcohol and she beats the other guy. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Like a good way to set yeah, up so a character. She's, yeah. she's pretty cool. It's pretty cool because you get like, oh my god, who is this girl, yeah. uh, woman living up here in the, him, in, uh, in the Himalayas, right? Um, and also uh, she handles a beating and stuff like that uh, in a fight. Uh, but the second one is 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 like the, the complete opposite in the second one in mm. Jones in, in in Temple of Doom. That is, um, uh, oh my god, I can't remember her name now. It For is the second one. Yeah, in the, in the second film, it's uh... oh Willie Scott. Willie Scott. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So she's this actress uh, performing in Hong, in uh, in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. No, in Shanghai. I mean. Uh, and she's like this super female, female if you get what I mean. So she's she's the iconic, screaming all the time, can't handle herself, oh, and no. hates everything and everyone. <clears throat> so I think they went. I'm not sure why they did that. I think I think it was just to have a contrast between um, the first and the second one. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think makes sense in a way i think i saw an interview w- where they explained that they wanted an opposite of uh, of uh, marion okay okay so i think that's why why did uh, is marion in that film too so they kind of no marion oh, okay. returns in 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 the fourth one though oh wow she, she doesn't appear to like three other films that's crazy no, no, no. yeah no because like it i think the the indian Jones film is sort of the scene as um it's sort of to seen as uh, separate like stories and timelines and stuff like. It's, it's sort of like the James Bond films, you know. Oh, so every, every, okay. every film has a different story. It, it, it doesn't need to be connect, connected at all. Right. But right. there, but there is some continuity and, and stuff. But um, you don't really, really need to see it. You can see two, three, and four, and you wouldn't like. Oh, it doesn't tie it together at all. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But. Um, you would have to see the fourth one later, though. You you would have to see uh, the original first one before you see the fourth one, I think. Oh, I have seen the fourth one. Yeah, because that's that's yeah. that's that's, that's, that's uh, the woman in the fourth one is Marion from the first one. But yeah, okay, so you, so the acting threw threw you a bit off, which I can mm-hmm. understand, and 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 I think I've seen a lot like the same thing with the the acting is in the original Star Wars, I think. Mm-hmm. But also generally in in films from that time period, like. The acting in uh, maybe Jurassic Park also sort of, sort of like throws you off in a bit. Like the, to be honest, yeah. If I went back, I'd probably notice those as yeah. well. To be honest, yeah. But, but I think it's just I'm because we 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 have been gotten so used to this hyper realistic dialogue, you know. Mm. Mm. So this is that. So, so I think I think the I think it's it's a critique, but I don't, I don't think it's an accurate critique in the way that. Uh, it's an adventure, so sort it would sort of like be to read an adventure book, I guess. Right, right, okay. Uh, so it, it's not like a, it's not like a accurate uh, uh, synopsis of something that happens. It's, it's more of a um, yeah adventure. I think that mm. I think that would be the best one. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. And then, there's only one more thing too, mm-hmm. um, like. What do you want to call it? What was I going to say? Oh, like, um, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but like characters not being set up properly in a way and kind of being goofy. Okay, yeah. If that makes sense and convenient. Um, 
So like when the German like Nazi guy with the black hat shows up and um you kind of think when he when he's first introduced you think oh he, he might be a main villain yeah, yeah and well. then he's kind of gone for the rest of the film and then he just shows up randomly mm-hmm. to interrogate mm-hmm. and then he's gone again mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i was like wait he's just a you know yeah. stereotypical bad guy that just yeah i think i think uh yeah i can see your point because he's the original i mean i mean it's sort of because uh, the first time you originally see him is on is in on a plane, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, he's yeah. reading like yeah, he's Life reading a newspaper on a plane. Yeah. So I would sort of think I would I wouldn't originally think. So I would notice like oh, this guy is, is is watching Indiana Jones, right? So yeah. I wouldn't think that would be the main villain mm-hmm. because you wouldn't see you wouldn't send like the, the big boss at mm-hmm. scouting missions, basically. Yeah. So when I saw him later in the film, I was like, I, was, I didn't think too much of him. Right. But, right, but yeah, okay. I think I think I think I think I see your point that he would. Yeah. Probably for most Wait, people. Does he show up to the bar before or after? I'm, I forgot. Uh, so he shows up at the bar. And then no, I think he's just. I'm not sure if he shows up two times at the bar. I think it's just once. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So once. And, I, and that was kind of funny too um, when. Uh, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but when he picks up the amulet and it burns him, and he just goes ah, and then he yeah. jumps out no, the window. No, 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 that, that was in it. That was, it, it, it is intended to be funny because it's like yeah, yeah. I was like that's funny, <laughs> and then he yeah, mm. um, yeah, it was cool though. But apart from that, there's not there's not much that I can think of, and obviously like it's just you know depends on like the time it was filmed and stuff like that yeah, so, yeah. I, th- I think we'll probably see because they're making the the fifth one now right oh are they yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard about it but i didn't think they're actually going through with it no, oh yeah wow. no it's gonna be released 21 i think damn all right yeah yeah okay. 21 i think so 21 or 20 i can't remember but yeah mm. they're making it and uh, i think so we're, we're i'm really curious as to what they're gonna do, because like Harrison Ford now is quite old, so yeah. I'm guessing they would have have to like make him sort of like a back character and not make him do like a lot of stunts and action and be the Mm-mm. typical Indiana Jones character. It'd be cool if he played like uh, Sean Connery's role, I guess, where he's like the mentor sort of. Yeah, they they, they, yeah, they, cool. they, they sort of did that in the fourth one though. I'm not sure if right, you remember right. that much, but uh, you have Shia LaBeouf uh, who's playing this character uh, Mutt or Matt. Um, I think it's Mutt. And oh, Mutt, yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he sort of takes on the Sean Connery role of uh, being this mentor. And at the very end of this, the very end last scene of the film, uh, it's the church where Marion and Indy finally gets married. Right, he finally mm-hmm. settles down. Um, and he's about, and the hat, the, the door blows open, blows uh, open, and then the hat mm-hmm. sort of like uh, rolls on the floor. And uh, as Matt picks it up, and he's thinking, "Oh, then the adventure is mine now," or he's to take be the next role. And he's about to put it on his hat, and then <laughs> the Indian judge just snaps it out from his hand, and just like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Mm. How dare you! But I think so. Originally, we people would think that it would be Mutt that would be like the next, if they're making the next one. But I, I don't think I've heard Shia LaBeouf um, talk anything about. I'm not sure if he if he does acting anymore at all. Yeah, he, he's kind of like he sort of disappeared. Of, yeah. I know he did some like 
alt project thing where he put a bag over his head. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure if he would uh, uh, return because I'm not sure what he does. Yeah. <laughs> no one I, I don't think anyone knows what he does. Uh, I think the last thing he did was the 2014 Fury. That's the uh, last one I, time I saw. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah. Brad Pitt, yeah. I didn't mind much, too much in the film. I mean, mm. he was... So he's supposed to be the child of uh, Dr. Jones or Indiana. Okay. So he's his kid. So, because mm. I'm, I'm just like curious how, of how they're gonna connect the old fourth one into the into the new one. Hey, they might do that thing you said where they just like forget about it and they yeah have this as a brand new universe yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah. So yeah. I think so. So I think I'm thinking they they're gonna make someone the new Indiana Jones. They, I think I think mm. that's sort of like w what they have to do, I think. Mm. Or it would be like a, an 80-year-old Indiana Jones running away from the nursery <laughs> home or something like, like that. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. but that would be also very sad. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm really curious, and I'm excited, I think. Yeah. But, I hope it turns out good. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of... Um, uh, of the visual style of the film, uh, of and um, location-wise. Yeah, like location-wise, like I thought it was dope. I mean, I don't know much about like of, like camera styles and all that because usually yeah. when I watch a film, I just if I, if I'm watching it for the second time, I'll pay attention to that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I thought I thought in the beginning the use of shadows was really cool when Indy's introduced, like you said, when he comes out of the shadow, and then we when he enters the bar as well, you can see like his hat, and you kind of know, oh, that's Indy, uh, emerging from the door as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, because the the most important thing I think we discussed this uh, uh, last time, but story having something to, something to say, I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, the first time you will probably just think of the story because the story is the most important thing. If if, if the, mm. the, the cinematography can be beautiful and the perfect camera and light work, but if, if the story is crap, you no, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely engaging, like because it was pretty fast paced. Like yeah, like, didn't really. If if they had kind of like spent more time, like in the city and try to figure out like. Okay, how did the monkey get poisoned or whatever? Like, I don't care about mm -hmm. that. So just get to the action, mm -hmm. and they did that. It was like every scene, action, action, action. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a very fast-paced film, and it's all it's sort of it's intended to be a comedic film. It's it's a comedy in a way. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Like uh, with the uh, with Marion smacking someone with a frying pan and dragging <laughs> dragging him in. Oh yeah. But the, my favorite scene. I have two favorite scenes. Okay. So the first one happens very early in the film. So that's when the the monkey does the the Nazi salute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, what? So that's also Steven Spielberg. Fifty takes that took. Yeah, apparently. that's Spielberg's favorite shot in the film. Is that is that is a scene there because it's beautiful. Yeah. And also the, the so uh, according to to the documentary and stuff, um, everyone on the set got food poisoning while mm. filming in. Uh, 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 Tunisia. Tunisia, yeah. Um, and besides Spielberg, because he he ordered just tin food and uh, canned food from England, so he would just just eat that. That's smart. Yeah. But, oh, he would order it to go. 
Yeah, so he took he took it with him. <laughs> oh, he took it with him. Like, I thought like he ordered it. But, yeah, I would do that too, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, but uh, but in uh, Harrison Ford also got food poisoning, so, so he was like feeling a bit under the weather. So he does look some like pretty sick in some scenes. Yeah, so very like, very he tired. Looks visually so it, tired. It's, it's, and, it's, yeah. it's really hot. It's really tiring, and it's, of course. So originally, he's, he's intended to have this big sword fight with the mm. uh, the, the swordsman uh, appearing in 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 the city, and yeah. it's all choreographed and it's all planned. But then Harrison just goes over to Spielberg and says, "Can't I just shoot the guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and they do that, and it's perfect. I love that scene so much because that shows that's basically that's Han, Han Solo right there, right? It is. It's, it is. It's yeah. just this perfect because um, that that would be the only logical thing to do, right? Like, why on earth would I engage in this really dangerous sword fight with a guy that's obviously been training a lot? Exactly. When I have a gun, at that distance, to his distance too. If yeah. he was closer, then maybe you get to like, yeah, I don't know, like a hand-to-hand like, -hand situation, maybe a tiny dagger or something like that. Mm. But uh, oh my god, I would. <laughs> That's a great like America moment as well. <laughs> like America, fuck yeah! <laughs> like he just pull, he just pulls his gun out and it's like, oh mm. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful scene. And then of course the. Um, Another like fun fact for those movie go movie geeks like us is uh, the U-boat used in the scene. Hmm. It's uh, it's actually the uh, the U-boat from Das Boot. Oh, okay. Because they were filming, uh, yeah. So they were filming in in the area of France at the time, and that was that hmm. they used that actual U-boat because they were having a break from shooting. So oh, they wow, they got okay. to bor borrow it and they used that one for the for the for the above ocean scenes and it looks beautiful oh is that the scene when the pirate ship gets yeah um boarded yeah, and, yeah. yeah. i love that scene so much because I, I i just love because no one knows where indy went where, where did it go and then the captain spots <laughs> yeah. him over there and there's, yeah did he swim yeah. over yeah he did and then yeah. like, da -da -da, and, and then he runs that was up. great love that was another scene where like the whole like weird acting not bad acting but weird acting comes to play where they're all waving at him yeah yeah and, like <laughs> whooping and going woohoo it's like you, you just met the guy for 10 seconds <laughs> but it's understandable it's understandable it's like it's a i feel like it's a cinema thing too because they would do that in the cinemas right where they cheer and stuff exactly yeah yeah so like it's a cue for the audience too i feel yeah, like i mean where, like yeah i would like when i saw that i would I think actually initially would start clapping myself. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, he's oh, nice. he, he appeared right. And I, if I saw that on on about like if if we were being um, raided by a, a German uh, Nazi U-boat or, or anyone mm. else, and then I and then and I'm like sort of um, uh, scared about that. And then later yeah. when they uh, leave, and I see one of our guys just swum over. <laughs> across the ocean and boarding the U-boat, that would be hell yeah. <laughs> it's funny too. Yeah. It's it, is, funny. it is funny. It's like, a funny scene. And especially yeah. in, inside the ship scene when um, uh, the sort of romantic scenes where uh, when mm. Marion um, kisses everywhere, it hurts on India. Mm. Mm. And she's looking in the mirror and he and she decides to flip the mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and you can yeah. hear the shouting from across the ocean. It's like... So you can see very easily it's a comedy, but it's... It's not like the annoying comedy. It's not like every scene is trying to be make you laugh until you cry, you know, mm. like those Kevin mm. um, Kevin Hart films and stuff like that. It's it's not mm. it's not on the same level. 
It's just yeah. hints of comedy, which makes it good. Because um, you'll think you'll take the rest of the film seriously, but yeah, just for a few moments, you can be like, because <laughs> the comedy is like understandable, right? It's not mm. like someone trying to say a joke like Indy going, "Hey, baby." It's just he's having he's in a lot of pain already, yeah. and then he gets hit in his in the face with a giant mirror. Yeah, she's like dragging him as he's like he's been shot, and she's. She's literally dragging, dragging him onto the bed. I was like, I'd be, I'd do the same. I'd be like, leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Everything hurts. And then, Don't touch me. And then, like, your girlfriend would like basically hit you in the face with a mirror. <laughs> but yeah, and the last scene of the film. So after everything that's happened, we we, we sort of have to re retell what happened, but uh, in the film, but. So Indiana Jones is set to find the lost Ark of the Covenant, which was given to the Jewish people or Jew, yeah, of the, to the Jews by by Moses mm. and the uh, Israel Israelites. There we go. That's the name of it. Uh, okay. So it's it's a real artifact. It's said to exist and all. And Indy sets on the adventure to find this, and he discovered that he needs an amulet to open the. Um, to reveal the uh, final resting place of the covenant yeah. with this amulet that Marion happens to have. Yeah, so she's just casually wearing it around her neck yeah. every day. I think they sort of explained <laughs> explained why she had it, but um, I can't mm. remember. And I think um, I, I'm not sure. Uh, Indy knew his father. Well, I don't remember her father was like yeah. Narcolares or something like that. So it's like something to remember him by. Yeah, 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 something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he tracks her down, gets the amulet. Uh, travels to mm. Cairo, where yeah. uh, he meets this uh, big uh, man, a fella. I can't remember his name now. Oh my god! I should have. I should. Uh, I too should. Yeah, Salman. Yeah. I, I, I too should have seen the film yesterday just to recap it myself. <laughs> but and they um, start digging around. So the Nazis are at the same time also looking for uh, uh, for the for the Ark of the Covenant because Hitler sees it as. A, glory he needs it right for because if if the tales are true that the this uh, the ark of the covenant has all unlimited power and can devastate an entire army someone who's pl- might or may not been planning to try to take over europe very soon might like that yeah so, maybe maybe might, might help a little bit may, <laughs> maybe maybe help a little some divine power um so it's sort of this race to find the, the covenant the ark before mm. it, uh, and it's being like the bad guys team has um, Indi- Indiana Jones's rival right yeah, Belloc, Belloc, I believe Belloc. like a French yeah, yeah. archaeologist yeah French archaeologist yeah. and he doesn't I like how he says he's like his equal but he's he's clearly not he's not like physically fit he's, called a, he's sort of like a yeah. wimp yeah yeah yeah, in a way. yeah he's yeah. just uh yeah, it's, an, it's like an evil counterpart, I guess. Mm. A, shot, a reflection, a mere reflection of Indy. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they track this. So eventually, he tracks the, the the covenant down. By the way, dude, I love the scene when he points. So he so Indy gets into this giant room. Uh, it's sort of like mm-hmm. a miniature city of the city that it once were there. Mm-hmm. And he puts when he puts the staff with the amulet on the top, which it will really reveal where the Grail 
well, uh, not the Grail, the, the, the Ark would uh, finally the be. The help of the sun, right? Yeah. The sun's rays, yeah. I love that scene because that sort of shows you, oh my god, that's so cool, like the beam and the laser and music and everything flares up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they finally discover uh, the Ark after being forced to lie there with snakes and stuff like that. Snakes, why did they have to be snakes? <laughs> yeah. And the, the funny thing is, like, the Nazis have been digging in the wrong place this whole yeah, entire yeah. time, right? Yeah. Because the they didn't take into account the length of the star. Yeah, because oh, so, so on the amulet, because they got the amulet from the, the handprint that uh, the oh is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, so, oh, so he got okay, the, okay. the so that's clever. So yeah, so early on in the film when they are in Himalaya, the, the the first evil Nazi, the one with the hat and glasses, he he burns himself on the on the on the thing when he picks it up for the first time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they, the, the Nazis, are able to get the the staff uh, and the amulet and in his order to to dig. But so, but they only get the uh, the inscription front yeah, it, right? on, the, on, the, on, the, on the first mm-hmm. side, just one side of it. Yeah, um, and where it says, uh, I, I don't know the measurement, a kaham or a shaham or something. Uh, but on the back side, it has to it tells you to, you need to remove one or two of them. In, or in, in the name of God or something. Mm. So Indy man, manages to get it right and he finds the grail only for it be, to be stolen by the Nazis that discovers him. Mm-hmm. And track it down back and forward and then we end up in the last sort of scene of the film or the last par- mm. part of it which is uh, opening the arc. Mm. What do you think of that scene? That was pr- pretty cool. I thought like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to. I mean, I feel like I, I, I I'd like seen that scene somewhere before. It's so um, a lot of people have like copycatted it for later. I think it's been like a yeah. iconic thing. Yeah, but it's really cool. Like I really didn't expect. I mean, I expected one of their guys, one of the uh, guys' felt uh, faces to melt off, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it would you know open up this like Pandora's box and a freaking. Mm-hmm. You know, demons or like souls would pop, like you know, mm-hmm. swim out and like, kind of like petrify everyone, and you know. Yeah, no, ILM did an amazing job on that. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. The reminds me of. Did you ever play like like Call of Duty? What like zombies? Mm, yeah. There was like this like wonder weapon. I think it was called the Wonder Waff, and like it was like a weapon that shot like electrical beams okay. and it would like destroy everyone who was close together oh okay yeah um, so that would be sort of yeah. the same effect yeah, yeah. but it was, it's kind of interesting how like the spirits didn't pick indiana jones and um yeah marion because are they yeah, it, it, are they suggesting that like they're worthy and they're not like, no it was people? because they didn't look at it oh okay okay it's because uh, everyone was i kind of like that more than yeah no, yeah, yeah it yeah. was just because they didn't need to look inside the... I'm not sure if you could have opened it without getting killed. I'm not really sure. I think mm. I think they did the ritual wrong or something. And, uh, and also, uh, since it's God, he can tell that all these people are evil, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing maybe they could... Uh, maybe have opened it without... <laughs> I just like... But it sort of depends, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I like the scene before that where Indy threatens them with a bazooka, like an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you do know your girlfriend's down there, right? If you blow them up, you're going to kill her. Jesus I think Christ. he realizes that too, and he's like, oh yeah. And he puts it down. Oh, but then, That's a shame. Yeah, that was great. 
Yeah, that, that, that scene is great. <laughs> mm. yeah, that sh- scene shows too, like his love for archaeology, because I think um, um, Paul Freeman's character, like Bellic, tells him, like, yeah, you can, you know, blow us up, but then you'll be b- destroying part of history too. Yeah, he's, he, and then he, he, realizes he really that. loves our uh, archaeology. Mm. He loves it. He's, mm. he's even told, uh, seen in, in his early days in the third film. In the, in the third film, you'll see, like, when he was young. And sort of why he mm. became, became this archaeologist. Oh, Always okay. loved history, and also his father, uh, Sean Connery, uh, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, <laughs> loved archaeology <laughs> as well. So it's, it's sort of like a family thing now, and he's, oh, he's, cool. he's always loved it. So I think it's a very big part of him, and he, he couldn't destroy such a, a beautiful, important artifact. That, that, that's one of the biggest mm. uh, finds he's ever found, you know, and then he can't destroy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, and, and uh, didn't, didn't they say like it? Um, it was like a storage unit for like the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, in, in, yeah. in the commandment in the, in the Ark of the Covenant, the Ten Commandments given to Moses on the mountain. Mm. I can't remember the mountain now, but and yeah, same. And, and, um, uh, and the Israelites would carry the Ark of the Covenant around, and it would it right. would sort of be the transmissioner on radio for speaking to God in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. that's that stuff interests me though a lot. Like all that, it, it is know, very like interesting. It is very interesting as uh, with the, both the Bible stories and uh, other sightings of it. Because yeah. there are, there are churches around the world that, that claims to have it. Oh wow! And but no one is allowed in, so you sort of can. So we. It's like blasphemous, right? If you get it, if it's wrong, if they're lying about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It is. That's wrong. It is, it is wrong, but. <laughs> But because it was it was in Jerusalem for many years in in the first and second temple I think, but when, okay. when the barbar- barbarians uh, arrived, they, it was it was escaped out of the country, but it sort of disappeared or it collapsed under the. No one really knows. Mm. People claim to have it in, I think it's South America. I think they claim to have it, but I'm not sure. Okay. There's one special church that claims to have it. I know, but I can't remember now. So, no, but, but but I think that's the thing I love about uh, the, the Indiana Jones films as well, in the way that mm. they take realish artifacts and make mm. them super divine and super interesting. And because, mm. like, especially in the third one, it's like really because then you they actually like quote the Bible and go through it, and it's a bit more focused on the thing, oh, uh, okay. on God and and. Uh, on the tails and yeah. it makes it so realistic because it has a source from the real world and then you see it in, in the film it's like oh my god is is the grail real and then you start to, to think and, uh, and it's, it's really interesting because people discuss yeah, if the grail is real as well so yeah i heard someone say like if it does exist and you know it's meant to be created by jesus right and he's a carpenter. People say like it's made out of wood. Mm-hmm. It should be made out of wood, because yeah. <laughs> he, he's a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, imagine drinking out of it, and you've got like splinters all over your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Cut yourself. Oh fuck! Bleeding. Well, hopefully, was he was a good carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. It's like a block. With, like a little he, hole. He can't in it. even drink from it. <laughs> like a hole yeah. in it. Yeah, it's all. It's all like moldy because and you go, Jesus. it's damp. And, I thought you were a good carpenter. Yeah. I'm gonna refund this back to IKEA. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, but yeah. 
uh, in the beginning where they meet Marion. It's Nepal. Exactly, mm. my hometown. <laughs> I actually recognize some of the stuff she said. I mean, uh, um, obviously, like her accent's super weird when she says it. Yeah. But like when, I guess I think when she tells that guy that. No, when she tells Indy to get out, mm. she tells the other guy like we're closed or something like that. Mm. Um, so that's that was pretty interesting. I always love that when like they use lang- a language I'm familiar with. I'm like, yeah, hey, I know something about the film. Yeah, the note that most people, doesn't really matter that most people don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. It was the same with Return of the Jedi with the Ewoks. Some of the stuff they say is Nepalese too. It is. Yeah, a little bit. Like, not fully. And I was like, I, I remember seeing the film for the first time. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so I did a quick Google search, and it's like Tibetan and like Nepalese and like some other language mixed together. Because <laughs> I'm sure you, 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 you will recognize it too. If like, if I just took like a small sound from one of like, yeah. uh, from like a Norwegian word, yeah. you'd be able to tell like, oh, he. He's trying to speak Norwegian or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I've heard. I have. I've heard some. I know. I know that Minecraft did that. But you know the Enderman. Oh yeah. So that was Swedish in reverse. Something oh, like that. Really? So, yeah. So there's a, a lot of just. What's the sound they make again? It's like oh, and, right, something. Uh, something like I can't. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, creep, creepy sounds. I think that's it. So, I, I'm I'm in Norway now, right? Right. And uh, so usually you and I, we, we would hang together and in in London. And mm. uh, the, the the thing I noticed in London that's like sort of annoys me, or it's sort of a relief, but in a way that it's not. So okay. every time we, we we would buy drinks, right? So let's say you and I would go to store or store uh, and get a bottle of Coke each, right, for the stream or something. Okay. So yeah, you would sit then left with maybe four four or five bottle uh, cans or bottles of soda, right? Okay. And yeah. in England, you would just tr- throw them in a trash ride. Um, I mean, depends. I just I usually tend to recycle them because my dad's like told me to. Pretty much just like get rid of them, right? Yeah. So in Norway, you don't. You you keep them. So, oh, so the plastic bottles. Yeah, plastic cans, uh, bottles, big bottles, small bottles. It, it doesn't really matter. If okay. it's uh, drinkable uh, from a bottle or a can, we will keep them because. You earn money from it, so so every time. So we have a recycle, but we have something called pant. I'm not sure what right. it, it's in English, but in Norwegian, pant. <laughs> uh, so basically, you go to the, your everyday store. Most of them have have it. So I'll I'll grab my bag or my uh, full of uh, cans and bottles, and for each bottle, I'll I'll get uh, thirty pence. Okay. So you just because when you, when you initially buy the soda or the the beverage, it will cost ten pence extra than it would usually cost. But right, it's to help right. the the society to be more clean and re- reuse the bottles and send them back in to the fabrics. That makes sense. So um, I I did that before we went on the ship. So I just like had a, a lot of bottles bottles of um, soda we had in the house and. So usually mm. you, you'll get a you'll get a bag full, uh, either from your your grandma's or something like that, or you have a lot of them in the store, and you you can take them and get rid of them, and you get some money back. And it's 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 not bad. Like um, I remember I had a, like a, a full bag, like a big bag, and I went to the store and I actually did my entire grocery shopping with just 
with that. Like I got, oh, I, cool. I got like 25 pounds from it, and it's what? Yeah, so you get a lot of money from it because like each bottle is, each bottle is like from two to three, uh, no, from 20 to 30 pence. So yeah. it's, not, it's not bad. That's a good deal, actually. Yeah, for, for like each for each bottle, so like it, it quickly adds up. So it's a good way of getting rid of bottles properly so you will never see bottles in the trash and stuff so yeah i bet norway's like clean as hell too it's like super clean and yeah yeah it is it, it is in a yeah, way yeah. It is, it's, it's, it's it's quite more because it's, it's a very big fine i think if you, if you do trash and uh, stuff mm. like that like it's like you go to prison if you chew gum in singapore i think oh well, yeah i heard that yeah i'm not, going, I'm not going to singapore <laughs> did you know that? I mean, I'll, I'll still go. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Did you, dare do you know that, yeah. um, why people who are chewing gum usually seems a bit more cool and relaxed and tough? You know that. Uh, that that would be mm-hmm. like the most common association with like chewing gum in public and stuff like that. It is because mm, I guess so, it is yeah. like bad guys would like chew gum, and it is because if you eat in a situation or in a, like a tough or public situation, it means you're calm. You're so calm and uh, relax you can eat at this time so that's why it's sort of uh, it, it, yeah, yeah it's, it's like an uh, i always thought it was like rebellious because in schools and stuff like you usually see that in cinemas and you're not allowed to chew gum and it might be a bit rebellious right but but initially right. why people are drawn to people who chew gum because people are drawn to people who chew gum in public in a way they... yeah in a, in a way it's it's that's so strange it, it is very strange but it's like to do with the 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 calmness of it all because if you're in a situation and you are eating it means you're calm so like i'm gonna eat so if i eat like a chicken wing loads of girls are gonna flock to me when i get back to england we'll get a bucket of chicken and we'll sit on the <laughs> yeah. bench and girls Imagine and girls will flock around us <laughs> <laughs> It works, but they're after our chicken wings, and they leave us after they. You know what? Take you it. know what? I'll let them have the chicken wings. Yes. Girls, if you see us on yes. the street eating, eating chicken, just come and sit down, and you can get some chicken. Nah, not me though. I, I'm not gonna share. Okay. I'm stingy. Right, right I'm, I'm gonna give you some. I'll, I'll give the rest of my chicken then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Actually, I thought of something cool. Since you're such a huge Indiana Jones fan, mm-hmm. right? And actually, do you want to mention uh, your hat? Has it arrived yet? Or? I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> still waiting for it. You must be. You must like never. You'll probably never order from that. No, no. Uh, I, so I, I usually don't. Yeah. I don't like online shopping in a way. Like I love right. it in a way, but I sort of hate it in a way. You know, because like whenever. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's because um, I think it's because to do with the early days of internet, right? So then we wouldn't always get this from our parents that never order or buy something online. It's like hmm. we would never do that. So I'm still like a bit resistant, resistant to do it because I'm I'm so scared. Like it's especially I never clothes shop online. Same, I rarely do yeah. that. Maybe shoes because like they're the same yeah, size maybe always. Maybe shoes or hats yeah. and stuff like that. But 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 like never yeah. pants or sweaters or t-shirts because like I'm so scared that the size will be messed up. Because oh, it's so yeah, much work if it's online to like re re yeah. 
refunded or get a new size. Yeah, refunded, like, resend it. Yeah. So I'm sort of like worried about that when I get hats. So, but but basically, I got the, the Indian uh, Indiana Jones replica hat because I'm a yes mm. as. <laughs> no, I, I saw this trilogy and because I, I, I usually wear a hat. Uh, uh, now and it's fedora, but I just like thought I can get like an Indiana Jones hat as well. Why not? Mm. So I went with a sort of fairly cheap one now. Like it's not incredibly expensive because I just wanted to see if I like like the style of it, if I would actually use mm. it a lot. And if I and mm-hmm. if I if if I end up using it a lot when I get to England, I'll go to the actual like store and mm. get one sized and all of that. Yeah, so, yeah I got one. Uh, Yes, because now I got I got a promotional Indiana Jones hat that was uh, going around when uh, the fourth one came around, the mm. fourth film. So it's it's supposed to be like an official hat and stuff. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Oh, cool! Uh, you want to get a fedora? You and I can be the fedora guys with the. I mean, I'm not. I've never been a hat person. Strangely, like I'm so, like. I'm not sure if it's like OCD, but I don't like watches either. Or no, I don't like hats. so I I, I, yeah. I don't like I don't like jewelry. Yeah, same. And, uh, so like I I can establish that they look nice and stuff, but I would never like wear uh, chains or or. It doesn't make sense armor, to me, like spending armor, loads of money yeah, on it, bracelets and stuff. I I, I just don't like I I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the feel of it. Yeah. So I, uh, and it's I think it's something to do with uh, OCD with it, but I but I established mm. that that girls look pretty I guess with some uh, yeah, yeah, earrings sure. and stuff like that. But I like mm, I prefer without <laughs> in in a way maybe I'm not sure. It, it sort of depends on it. Would you ever get a tattoo? Um, I've thought like an MS13 gang member. <laughs> I'm gonna get a tear for every guy I've killed or something. <laughs> oh yeah, that would actually. I'd be scared of you after that because it's like you're the sort of person who wouldn't have that. But if you had like a teardrop, I'd be like, whoa, he must have done something. <laughs> oh my god, I would. Uh, I, I could never. I, I could never get a face tattoo. I could never do that. I understand people cute, oh, yeah. but but uh, but uh, I. Uh, because I would just be so scared not to be able to cover it up, you know. <laughs> Plus, your parents would probably kill yeah, you. Yeah, they would kill me definitely, <laughs> and everyone I meet. But like, if I were to get a tattoo, it would be need to be in a way I could hide it if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Not like hide it because I'm yeah. embarrassed, but like if you want to be professional or something, and you 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 can't like have like say if I went to a, to a job interview and I have tattooed glasses on my face, and they would be like, "What the <laughs> hell is he doing?" <laughs> or a hit or a Hitler mustache or something like that. <laughs> People yeah. wouldn't have been too keen on that. You can just grow that. You don't need to tattoo it. <laughs> you can just grow it. I'm so gonna do that to you if, if we uh, if you fall asleep. I'm just gonna tattoo. A oh hit, yeah. A Hitler you just carry you just carry a tattoo kit with you randomly mm, everywhere exactly. you go. Wait, what would you do if I tattooed a Hitler stash on you? I mean, I'm not gonna hit you or anything. I'll just be like, really, dude. I'll just probably would like wear it. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll try to get revenge on you, but like in the most fucked up way possible <laughs> that you would never imagine. Well, I'd wait like twenty years, oh or even God. up until your deathbed. You're like dying on your deathbed, and I'll probably like teabag you or something like that. I, <laughs> I, I never, I don't forget. I'm like, okay, yeah. this guy wants to go. All right. Oh my God, all right. I, I heard about the most strange thing about like revenge ride, so. 
So okay. this, was, this, this happened in CSGO. So there was a, a guy being stabbed in TF9 in CSGO by this kid right. or something. Okay. Seven, 16 or something years old. Right. And and he and and, he, and like the kid would like uh, bully him, not bully, but like you know, ha ha ha, I got you or something like that, like uh, provocative, I guess, a little bit, mm. not insane much, or but yeah, you know, usual. But uh, but he got so rage, he rage quit, and he got so insane. Like nine months later, he tracked the kid right. down and dangled oh his door. God. He opened up, he stabbed him in the stomach. Oh my goodness. How do you go nine months or something like, you know, maybe I'm a little overreacting? He, he sur luckily survived though. Oh, that's good. But he, was probably, he was probably getting um, lambasted for having terrible aim and that proves it. And the kid's like, dude, you missed my organs. Your, your aim sucks. <laughs> that, would, that would be the <laughs> that then. would be the perfect response. Like on <laughs> yeah. like from a hospital boy, he would do like text him like you suck, dude. Aim bot much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a miss bot, not an aim bot. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I think, yeah, I think that doesn't surprise me though. People get so violent over video games. Yeah, I, I, stuff. I don't. I don't. I don't get. I mean, I get it, but I, I don't. I don't at the same time, I think people are dumb if <laughs> if they overreact. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same with life football people or sports people that get like insane and oh, start like yeah. massacring riots because of their team loss or something like that. No, oh, yeah. I never... Meanwhile, those guys are like living in a penthouse somewhere in a remote private island. Yeah, exactly. And it's like... Getting... Oh my God. But And the same with video games. Like, I, I mean, I, I've been... I've had a video... I, I played a game and I've been like, oh my God, why did I lose? But I, I've never... I, I know a lot of my friends would like throw their controller against the wall and smash <laughs> a window. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're gonna, you know, cause I think it's always, I, I mean, I punched like, I guess my sofa, like a little on the fucking, uh, ble bleep that out, please. <laughs> nope. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, on the sofa, like hit it a little or, or, or something yeah. like that. And, and maybe shout a little, but, but never been like, ultra violent smashing thing because I've always been like I need to pay for that <laughs> and my parents and exactly, I, I yeah. think my parents would shut me down and uh, force me to stop playing video games and stuff like that so I could never <laughs> the consequences were too big in my minute I thought a little more ahead of time so but, mm. but yeah I think I can because like a lot of people I know that do like uh, League 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 of Legends and 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 oh, CSGO. Yeah. So I, I don't get it why people don't are calm. Like I would mm. play TF2 for hours on end, and even in competitive, and it was always like good game. It yeah, was always yeah. like calm. Like hey, yeah, that was a good game, guys. And even to the losing team, or if I was a winning team, I'm like yeah, good game. And it was calm. It was yeah. fun. It was like it is supposed to be fun, and I, I, I don't get why people would will be so. The toxic is the term I believe for mm. it, but mm. like on streams, like shouting out little kids, and I'm like, God damn, <laughs> it's yeah. positive. I mean, like, if you're watching a stream, I, I like to hang around for the community and like and be like, hey, it's a chill vibe. People are interesting and people are engaged. But if I'm like hearing someone like crying and almost shitting their pants because they got killed mm. uh, in a round or something, I'm like, God. Damn, calm your tits. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. Your ancestor died in World War Two, and boy, <laughs> calm oh, your wow. tits. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> your parents died for this. <laughs> yeah. is, 
all his ancestors like reverse like nope I'm not dying <laughs> that's not worth it mm. if that's the outcome <laughs> so yeah I think uh, so yeah I think people are overreacting to that I don't like the toxic yeah, of uh, that's the thing I don't like about like the modern like the rise of esports because it, it's becoming like um, I like the rise of esports but I don't like the rise of the fandom and uh, negativity with sports mm-hmm. like because in all sports mm-hmm. there's negativity and like shouting and uh, uh, yeah humiliate not humiliation um Provocative like drama? drama, yeah, drama. There you go. Yeah. So, I th- and I'm scared that's going to be more and more. I mean, you know, that's just that's just how people are, and like, and then they they it'll just show their true nature in a way. Exactly. So exactly. Because like, because I I could understand if say you and I were playing CS:GO or TF2 or something, and if I lost, I would uh, you would win forty three million pound or something. Then mm. I would like. Then I would. Then I would probably hit the wall. <laughs> then I'll be. Yeah. You'll be buying all the chicken wings, and all the girls will come flooding to you, and and probably not for the chicken wings, but because you have a big wallet. <laughs> <laughs> big wallet. Yep. That always helps. <laughs> um, mm. But it is yeah. interesting. It is. It is. Mm. Actually, I was thinking of something too right mm-hmm. now. What if I were to quiz you? Because you put me through some oh. torture last week. Okay. What if I quiz you about Indiana Jones? <laughs> you ready? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm scared now. All right. I should have watched it. Why didn't I watch This is how I felt. Why didn't I watch the films? <laughs> when did you last watch uh, it? Probably a few months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'll go with some easy ones first. Okay. All right. Okay. Hmm. Oh my god. Alright. The voice of the monkey was, you know, voiced by Frank Welker. Yeah. Um, which other character did he voice in another film? He voiced the monkey in Aladdin, I know. Oh, god dang it. Alright, you got it. <laughs> Which is like, really? They needed a voice actor for yeah, the monkey? Yeah. Don't monkeys just make noises? <laughs> no, but like to get the accurate voices and uh, specific yeah. uh, specific times. And I don't think monkeys are that loud in that scenario. Oh, okay. And to kind of like expand on that, mm-hmm. what do you think of the monkey in the film? Yeah, I, love, so I love the monkey. I mean, like the, the Nazi salute. <laughs> but if, if the monkey was such a uh, double, it was like double agent because he, he was... Yeah. pretending to be like the nice guys and then he switched to the Nazis uh, and I was like no I was like is this monkey like super intelligent I feel like he's the mastermind behind all this rather than the <laughs> other guy I think this, this monkey is super smart I mean he knows the Nazi salute at the uh, uh, and uh, he kills people no no he gets killed by, by I know dates, that was kind of sad yeah I kind of, for some reason, I thought he would go on to the other films. I thought he would like turn into a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, like a companion. Mm. Yeah, how just because Indiana Jones kind of doesn't like him in the beginning, but he just carries him around. I guess that could be. Yeah. After yeah. yeah, but then he just yeah. <laughs> rolls over dead after eating some poisoned dates, which <laughs> is master poisoned, and oh didn't mention the monkey. Mm. <laughs> you think you'd tell the monkey? By the way, I'm gonna poison those dates. Oh, God. Don't eat them. He kind of forgot that tiny detail. Yeah. Okay, what's the next question? <laughs> okay, the next one. Uh, 
Alright, Indiana Jones' kangaroo hide bullwhip yeah. was sold in December 1999 at Christie's Auction House in London for what amount? Oh my god. Um, I can give you multiple questions for this one. Multiple answers. Okay, yeah, do that. Uh, $12,000? $22,000? $57,000? Or $43,000? Okay, so the, the thing I'm, I'm I'm having a bit hard time here because like I watch I remember watching an interview with um, with uh, Steven Spielberg and I and I can really remember him saying he has the original hat and whip in his office from what Raiders. All right, but I'm not sure oh, that, that that interview may be before 1999, but I think maybe. But yeah, I'm really not sure on that because I think he has the original. Is is it from the Raiders or does it say? Is there a there... Uh, this one is under Raiders, yeah. Okay, can you give me the price again? And if this the case, I'll get the price, but... Um... Okay, so 15,000, 22,000, uh, 57,000, or 43,000? Uh, I'm gonna say 57,000. Ooh, close. 43,000. Mm. <laughs> Alright, that's one-to-one -one so okay. far. I'll see like three more, I think. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was like an outside universe question. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, this one's gonna be sort of in universe. Okay. So, during the Well of Souls scene, if one were to freeze frame during that scene, which two? C three PO and R two D two. You see it at a card okay. on the stone. There. <laughs> You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> I, I I didn't see this though. <laughs> I honestly is it like super tiny? No, it's like, no, it's fairly vis it's visible? fairly visible if you if you look it up. It's fairly visible. It yeah. even made the, uh, its way to uh, like the Lego version of the of the scene, and you can see R two D two. Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, because people do say that, don't they? I mean, I know History Channel's a meme now for saying that like the pyramids were made by aliens mm -hmm. and like alien technologies hidden. In the tombs, <laughs> and then you can see UFOs in like the hieroglyphs yeah. and, and stuff the like that. And the RTD2 and TC helps to construct the temple. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, there's a lot of uh, Indiana Jones, uh, like Star Wars room jokes and references in the film, though. Like the club is called Obi Wan in the in the second one. Oh, yeah, is it? The, the first, the, the, oh, the original cool. club, and also the plane which uh, Indiana Jones escapes in the first one from the jungle. It's yeah. called Three PO. <laughs> Oh, cool! All right. I know George Lucas did some of that with THX 1138 in the first episode four, right? Like the cell, the prison yeah, cell yeah. where Princess Leia mm -hmm. is kept. It's called like 1138 yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which I haven't seen that film fully. I kind of started watching THX no, 1138. I haven't, I haven't seen that one, like, but I've seen uh, American Graffiti by George Lucas. I've seen that one. That's his first. I've only heard the soundtrack for that one. Uh -huh. I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yeah, Harrison Ford is in it. Oh, I heard. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. It's like a, a, a car film about in the in the sixties. Mm. Uh, mm. So, so, so it's, I think it's about like his experience, like growing up with car people around. Yeah. yeah. I know Ron Howard's in it, and he ended up directing Solo, a Star Wars movie. So it's all connected. Interesting. Yeah. Crazy. Next one. Um, the next one is... Okay. 
This is kind of like an out of universe. This might be like last question because I'm struggling to find good ones. Okay. But during the filming of this film, between shooting breaks, Steven Spielberg and Melissa Matheson wrote a script. Which film would that end up being? And it was released the year after, so 1982. Oh my god. Did he direct it? Uh, yes. That would... Oh my god. I'm struggling if it's either like E.T. or mm. Jurassic Park or, or Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, it went up against The Thing. So like what... Uh, so The Thing with um, Kurt Russell, I believe. So like that's an alien movie and... Okay, give me multiple answers and I think I'll get it. Okay, okay. Um, uh, E.T. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap, I actually can't think of any other Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, it's E.T. It's E.T. You got it right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. I've never seen E.T. either. Mm-hmm. Kind of shameful. Mm-hmm. I need to see that. No, that's pretty but, good. Uh, interestingly, apparently, The Thing did terribly because of E.T. coming out. Because people were more drawn to, like, the friendly alien film rather than like an alien that like rips yeah. people apart yeah, like, yeah, yeah. takes over their bodies and stuff like that yeah. we should do the thing next as well though. I like that film a lot no I haven't seen that one you haven't seen it no no oh you like it if you like um, practical effects and all that sort oh, of stuff yeah. it, some of the stuff they do is like what oh, maybe I will maybe I will yeah but don't watch the remake they made a remake recently and they it's mm. all like CGI and it takes uh. It's that's the whole point of the film it's all like practical effects and they should take that out it's just what yeah it's it, uh, i don't like when people film company i mean i understand it but i but i i i understand because it is a company and needs to make profit but like the worst mm. remake I've, I've i think i've heard and i generally don't like is um the remake of the french film uh, the untouchables oh the the one with brian cranston and kevin hart right yeah 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 i that's I don't know. I feel like that's such of it's so rude in a way. Right, disrespectful. Yeah, because the original story is French, of course, and it's about this guy paralyzed and uh, mm. and and this uh, foreign worker working for him. And it's a touching story, but between these guys, in both in real life and in in camera, mm. and they turn it into this like gibberish comedy. Oh, okay. So I um, I feel like it, it, that's not that that wasn't like the point of the story right you know mm. it, it was sort of like taking like uh, the the biography film of uh, S- uh stephen hawking and make it uh, yeah he was a ballerina dancer for many years <laughs> but he was like no i, I oh, never never I was see. you know it would be like i, I feel like it's a sort of an insult yeah okay. in a way if it's yeah. if it's sort of supposed to be inspired or based on true story, I think it should be very close to the true story as possible, mm, mm. and just like leave out names and stuff. And yeah, because yeah, like with those, I haven't seen the film, but I would I would have thought with those two actors they would have pulled it off. But it's, it's more the story and like the tone of the film that's not the same sort of. Is that is yeah? Would you saying like yeah, yeah, yeah the tone, and the yeah. tone, and the, it's just basically a ver- a bad bad version of the of the French one. Just oh, like a lousy copy, copy paste, right? Yeah. But it, it's a, a comedic instead. 
but the first, oh, okay. but the original one is also funny, but it's it's, it's not it's not like a comedy. It's like Kevin Hart trying to make you laugh every nine seconds, right? <laughs> Which can be uh, sometimes it works, and then sometimes it's yeah, like oh. I, I, I I'm very little drawn to, to, to comedy films. Mm. Very I, I like films if they're funny, like like Indiana Jones and stuff like that. When it, they make they make some funny comments or jokes or something funny yeah. happens, but not like the entire mm. film is like. You know, goofy and always trying to make you laugh by just talking. You know. Yeah, yeah. Very little drawn to them. If I if yeah, I want to like, if, I, if, I, if I want comedy, I want to see like a comedy stand-up show mm. or something like that. Someone talking. That, that, that's funny. Worst is when like there's a comedic scene right after like a serious scene, and then it goes back to being serious. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. Oh. You, you, you sort of lose track of where am I? Where, where what am I supposed to do? And it's like, yeah, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, reminds me. The most recent example would be a uh, scene in Last Jedi where I think um, Kylo Ren and Rey they're telepathically communicating, mm-hmm. and she just goes, "Put a shirt on." Yeah, something like that. I was yeah. like, oh, "What? This is supposed to be like enemies, sort of like brothers, sisters, maybe? You kind of need to like figure stuff out, and you're putting a joke in here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. the next thing I'm going to talk about is it's sort of like it has to do with remakes and re- redoing. What do you think oh, of yeah. uh, Lashana Lynch playing the new 007? Wait, who's that? Um, I can send you. Uh, Wait, I thought I'll send you the um, link. Okay, I thought Thingy was still uh, Daniel Craig was still playing. Yeah. No, he's no, he's he's done now. So I sent I sent the name on that, on the, on, on this on this card so you can search her up. But I swear I saw screenshots where he's the new 007 still. Uh, he, she, so she, I'm, I'm not sure if he, he might he might he maybe have a new film coming out, but she will be the next 007, so the new James Bond. Okay, the first article says like she is not James Bond. Please all calm down. <laughs> That's what that says. Yeah, so so the, I, I originally freaked out as well because I thought it, it was, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's what it is. But even if she is, I honestly don't like mind or care. Like if they change their genders or whatever, I don't because I, like, don't, I don't think I don't I don't. I, okay, so the thing is, like I, I don't care really that much. But yeah, I I think I don't. Because it it sort of depends if if they're just changing that it's double oh seven right because mm. that that can be an agent agent's number right and it's, it's uh, that can vary and I I I, and I I love female like main characters I don't have anything against it like they made the protagonist of Star Wars female I don't I don't mind it um, yeah. but if they were to change if there's because it's sort of, I'm not because I'm not sure if she's supposed to play James Bond or not. Be, because but some 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 sources are saying she's playing James Bond. Some is saying that it's just 007. So okay. I'm not really sure because uh, that in a Norwegian article said that she will be. Um, yeah. So mm. uh, so this is what it says um, on this article. It says uh, in the Guardian. Um, uh, uh, 
there's a, a pivotal scene that starts with the film saying, come in 007, and in walks Lashna, who's black, beautiful woman. And the source said, it's a popcorn dropping moment. Bond is still Bond, but he's been replaced as, double, as 007. Oh, so it's a it's a replacement in the story of the film. Yes, I think they're. I can tell. So she's not going to play James Bond, but they're removing James Bond. Okay. So I, I can. So so, yeah, so, can so now it's just going to be 007 from now on. So the agent. Hmm. But. So I'm 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 sort of mixed on this. Like so, me and my dad would always like watch 007 growing up and like the James Bond films. Yeah. And it's because it is a James. Because like James Bond is obviously like James Bond, right? It's a, it's a guy, yeah. and it, mm. in the books he's written he's written as a, a womanizer, right? A beautiful, a handsome man, like uh, getting everywhere, and mm. you know, and and frankly, I don't. I, I think that if they are changing James Bond to James Bond, like that would be the most. It's the most man man character in film and in history, and that's yeah. So like. That like his entire persona, right, is being a man and like uh, being with fe- females and drinking martinis, right? So right, it just doesn't fit the the way that it's originally intended. Like, but like, but like Harry Potter, you could change like the uh, the character. You could change Harry mm. Potter to, to a girl, and it would still like make sense, and it would like yeah, be that'd be okay, right? Okay, it's a it's a it's a girl now. Doesn't doesn't matter. Mm. Because it's not part of his like agenda. Because there is nothing in his uh, personality that signifies that he has to be a man. You know. Okay, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I guess, but like, but I think, but I feel like the entire thing about James Bond is being the womanizer, like the womanizing mm-hmm. agent, alcoholic womanizing agent, agent. Like, because uh, like you could, you could, you could change Luke into into a female, like the, like yeah, sort, yeah. sort of like what they did with last with the Force Awakens, right? Yeah, and it and it doesn't affect at all, and it's okay, mm. and it's lo- I, I love it. But mm. you, you sort of like I'm not trying to be like m- m- misogynist or whatever. No, it's called. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just stating that I, I feel like if they're doing that, that's wrong. But of course, if they're changing the entire phrasing of James Bond, that's okay. Mm. Yeah, if they're doing a whole new rework, yeah, then it's fine. I feel like. It might also be a thing where it's more like a corporate decision where mm-hmm. would they rather risk making a brand new spy film with a chick or relabeling James Bond yeah. into a chick like spy film and then that would probably make them some mm-hmm. money guaranteed whereas that mm-hmm. whereas making a brand new um, spy film with like a woman in it it might be risky for them because they might think people probably won't watch it yeah it's probably that yeah maybe? i think, I think uh, yeah if they, if they were just to come up with a double action film coming this summer right with yeah. uh, with this uh with this woman playing an agent yeah it would be okay it's like another film so i, yeah. I, th- I think this is just a corporate decision so like J- double seven is a huge brand and that's the way people will start watching it if it will receive positive critique i'm not sure because I think a lot of people will jump on the train that it might ruin it in a way that it's 007 it, and because the thing about 007 is that it, it is it, it is associated with James Bond like James Bond yeah 
because in, in the films there are like other agents like 006 and 009 and stuff that that, that, that are mm. female and stuff but but yeah i'm not i'm, I'm not i'm really not sure i'm, I'm looking yeah. forward i'm gonna watch it and hopefully she she will give a good performance and i think yeah. she will but yeah um because people just need to give it a chance too. Yeah, well, I'll, like, of course I'll give I'll give it a chance and yeah. but but of course. But ultimately, the thing is, I don't care about James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch any of the films. That's the past. I think I've saw the, seen the latest one, and right, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Mission Impossible. I think it was like Syndicate, mm-hmm. and it's the exact same film. Both films are the exact same plot. Like, there's a bad guy, and he turns out to be your mentor or Wait, whatever. In, in, James, he... in James Bond or in Mission Impossible? No, but that's what I mean. They're both the same plot. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly the same. Like one, of, like, I think it was like probably Skyfall and Syndicate. Like 007 Skyfall and Mission Impossible Syndicate. Yeah. Like. I might be wrong but, there, but so the exact same plot. Yeah, so but I think <laughs> when I when I think of James Bond, I don't really think of the new one like with Daniel Craig as like because whenever whenever I think James Bond, I think like the original ones, like so from back oh, in yeah. 1962 all the way to to like the the 90s. That's like James Bond for me because the, the, the Skyfall and the Casino Royale and all that. Mm. It's sort of been drawn away from James Bond because James Bond is like sort of like Indiana Jones. It's got like in Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is inspired by uh, Sean, Con- uh, Sean Connery and uh, James Bond. It is. Uh, they said that when they were working on the film, George and, and Stephen, they were talking about, yeah, um, uh, and, Indi- and James Bond, the guy, because he handles women well, you know, as seen in the films, mm-hmm. he handles as a woman, and, and this is a, this is a smooth man and womanizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a big inspirer, and that's why they cast Sean Connery as his father. Mm. as well but like and, and, the, and the same tone James Bond has with Indiana Jones like this light humorish because there is some parts that is sort of like comedic and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the weird gadgets and, uh, and that's what I loved about those films yeah. yeah and like the new one with Daniel Craig is, they're, they're good films don't it's good they're good films but mm. they're more a regular yeah crime agent film you know like the press like, guy what? so it's, it's not it's not, it's not James Bond in my mind it's not that's not what I would say. It's James James Bond because like the original James Bond is someone who goes into a bar and goes martini shaking not stirred and uh, yeah hello there. Uh, that's what I love like Bond, his James Bond. Car, like, I remember like I had a PS2 game and it was called 007 Nightfire mm-hmm. and I love the gadgets in the game like your watch turns into a taser and yeah, like your exactly. car does like a flip and yeah. your car goes on like two wheels i was like that's dope exactly i love it it's so it's so cool and that's what i like about the james bond saga in in uh in it's uh everything and yeah. that's um why i sort of don't like the new ones and that's probably yeah, the new one is like here's a handgun that activates with your fingerprint it's yeah like, so it's oh. regular gun basically <laughs> almost and so it's, yeah. it's just a but it also it's more about the personality of Daniel Craig as James Bond like his mm. background and stuff I don't like that I prefer James Bond especially being is a random guy every time almost mm. and it's a guy who is is an agent who goes on adventures like you don't need to see any film in, in any order right yeah. but you sort of yeah. have to do that with Skyfall and, and the others now it sort of makes mm. sense in a way because they're talking about his personality. Yeah, so, yeah. true. 
but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'll watch it though. Still, I'll be like, okay, I'll yeah, give it a shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the new one and see what I think. But I'm gonna, yeah. and if it is like sort of like the Indiana Jones thing that if Daniel Craig or he will pass the rank of 007 to to um, this woman, I'm guessing. The Shana Lynch, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. guessing that, that could be cool. But mm. at the same time, I feel like those... I feel, just feel like um, as a spy rank, it can work. But if they're changing mm. James Bond to James Bond, it's n- not going to work. Because I'm, I'm not sure how, they, how they're going to do that. But Yeah, yeah. The same thing with... Um... I remember recently Ariel's not gonna be played by like um, I don't know like because I was like when I first heard about this it's like a black actress who's playing Ariel the, the, the mermaid like, people were yeah the mermaid yeah. and they're making a live action film and people were like see the thing is like when people say they're outraged sometimes I feel like it's trolls or like even bots and stuff like that yeah because I feel like the average human doesn't care the average human be like okay yeah whatever that's cool like because as a yeah, because that's a kids film. Like, why would a grown man, woman, or whatever care? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's, what? it's like it's like it's a kids film. Just let them put whoever's on it. it doesn't matter, yeah. and it's animated too. Yeah, it's I like, can, I can. Those people who do that, this is crazy. I think I feel. <laughs> it's like yeah, I've got better things to do. When people say stuff like that, say like, but but I, but but I wonder, right? So people are yeah. outraged now. Mm. With Ariel, what do you think they would do with the Princess and the Frog if they changed that actress to a white actress? I mean, I feel like. Do you think it would be those... even more criticized? I don't think it would necessarily be more criticized. I feel like it'd be the same thing where people would just be criticized for a few weeks and then they'd go back to doing other things. Yeah, I I, I don't get criticism in those stupid stupid ways. It's yeah, because. Yeah. Okay, so the majority of the princesses in 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 Disney is white, right? Yeah. Or like um, sort of white. Mm. But I don't think that's I don't get it. Why? Yeah. Uh, people would care if they would later cast them as um, uh, either white or Asian or whatever. I don't. Mm. I don't have the time for it. Yeah. But the thing. But there are some some stories that I sort of think people shouldn't change, and that's mm-hmm. the one where it is like signified that it is a black or a white or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, it's like historically accurate. Yeah, like uh, Pocahontas, yeah. right? Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah. If they change that into a white girl, I would be, what the hell is going on now? That's because <laughs> yeah. then, then it makes then it makes no sense. And also mm. with some of the princess films, I guess. So yeah. I can I can sort of see like if oh so if we because if we go to historically super accurate time right now, mm. for a, for a second and we drop the old Disney stuff, uh, take take Cinderella right, yeah. If she was black, she wouldn't be allowed in, into the palace at the time right in in the seventeen eighteen hundreds or something, and that's that's to do with the timestamp of that age I guess because but because yeah. because uh, I don't think uh, but yeah, but the thing is. Because I don't think I see any black character in the film when I think about it now. Actually, in Cinderella, I don't think that okay. there were. Yeah. But it makes sense for the historical location. Yeah. Too, so, so yeah. Like, so if yeah. we're historically in locations and stuff like that, I, it wouldn't make sense because it would just be weird. But like, yeah. if it's kid shows, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. 
but like Ariel is such like she she lives in the ocean she can be what what whatever doesn't need to be anything specific mm -hmm. but like Pocahontas and maybe Mulan is the only ones that would be weird if she's yeah. not the, the uh, ethnic ethnicity of the where the location she is she is yeah and not because like it's like it's like um and it's not a huge it's not even a race thing it's just like common sense thing as well i feel like it's like yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, it would be like there's a scene in a castle right mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like a stripper pole pops up and then they're like there's like a i don't know nintendo switch at the side it's like wait <laughs> these props and these wardrobes don't make sense kind of so it's more like that as exactly well. yeah exactly so yeah yeah so I don't, I don't think so i don't think people should care about it at all because it has no like especially the ariel one because mm. that, that's i think that's the biggest one that can be like very open it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah. anything yeah. But like the others are a bit more sort of signified into their timestamps and location and also the time of their production when they were created mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah. so like so like snow white i was creating in, in what like in the 50s <laughs> or 60s or something i can't remember or no 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 it's like 30s 40s well, yeah, I yes, it like, well, uh, yeah i'm gonna find it now snow white um it's uh yeah, yeah 1937 exactly so yeah oh, crazy so, so yeah at this time there was a big segregation right so she wouldn't they, they would just wouldn't make her black mm. because it wouldn't make sense at the time yeah but now people could yeah hell yeah make her make her black asian doesn't matter right yeah yeah true but 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 it, and and it sort of depends of like so if if i were to make a snow a live action snow white film now right yeah uh because there, there isn't one i think and if i were to set the film in the 1700s or something uh -huh. I would probably not cast an Asian because he said in Europe, and I probably wouldn't cast an African American. I think in yeah, a role because yeah. mm -hmm. just to be historically accurate. But when it's in in a cartoon form, I think yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. And also, it 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 only has to do with uh, the location and the time period, right? And and all and also, of course, if the place is fictitious or not. Like Frozen, everyone can be black. No one would bat bat an eye. Made made mm. sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and but like if if they, if they were to change uh, the princess from Aladdin into a white chick, it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. it would be like what what the hell is she doing? She's not a sultan, <laughs> right? So I think people are overreacting a lot to this stuff. Yeah, yeah. People, we don't need this in our lives. I think. Mm. So yeah, I think yeah. yeah. There's there's bigger fish to fry. It is bigger fish to fry. It is a lot it's... more bigger fish. Since we're talking about Disney and Prince now, yeah, the the story about Pocahontas is actually very interesting. I've, you know what? I I've, I think I've seen it when I was little, but I don't mm -hmm. remember it. Oh, you don't? Okay, so so the story of Pocahontas is basically uh, the, the the Brits, right? They're arriving in modern day America in the mm -hmm. United States, right? In in the yeah. new world. And uh, the leader of this expedition, one of them, or especially a, a big figurehead, is uh, James. What's his name again now? James, James, James. Um, it might be John Ruffle. Uh, I think it's John Smith, I think. Yeah, John Smith. It would have to be John, John Smith. Smith. Okay, okay. 
So yeah, John Smith. But I'm probably wrong. Yeah, go. Yeah, go yeah, on. So yeah. John, John, John Smith would be is the one they have in the um, Disney version at least. Okay. John Smith. So yeah, John Smith. So yeah. So he he would he traveled over to to the to the new life right uh, as an mm. explorer, and uh, and uh, made the Jamestown settlement. Mm-hmm. And there were Native Americans around there, but he, on his return, he so allegedly in the in in the Disney version, he fell in love with Pocahontas, which right. was a na- with, with, who were Native American young girl. Actually, can I guess what happens in the real version? Yeah, doesn't she get like kidnapped or something? Yeah, and, like, raped yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if she actually raped. I think so. She was a bit a special. Uh, compared to us, because I think I believe she actually learned the language. Oh, I see. Okay. Of uh, so she learned English. Hmm. So it's something to do, but that Pocahontas uh, tried to save Smith. Uh, saved uh, John Smith's life as oh. he was being held down by some other people there. I'm not. Hmm. I don't. Um. Uh, something I can't remember the story specifically. So Pocahontas would often like visit the co- the colony, Jamestown, mm. uh, after getting to know James, uh, John Smith, and um, I'm guessing they sort of fell in love. I can't mm. remember because it, this is like in the 16, early 1600s, right? So, okay. so it's a bit special. I'm trying to see here now, uh, real quick, what the, what exactly happened. Yeah, because I can spoil that. I know that she. She returned to England with uh, Smith, mm. but she died soon after when she arrived there because of all the diseases, right? Oh, I see. Okay. Um, that happened to the, all the original Native Americans. Mm. Um, so she, she. Uh, okay, so here I have some information. So, so Pocahontas was, was born apparently in uh, 1595. Mm-hmm. And uh, was born in oh my god, so a tribe which is literally I'm gonna send it I'm gonna send the name of it the tribe to you and you may, maybe you can put it in the in the video or something. Oh, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to pronounce that. It's easy. Werewolf Komoko. Okay, yeah. So that's her birthplace. I might be half Native American. Who knows. Yeah, you're in Nepal. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. Somehow, yeah. I, my ma- 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 modern there. modern day Virginia. Yeah, we'll say that. Oh, so cool. yeah. So apparently, so, so she was born early. Early life it wasn't something too special, but she, she apparently saved uh, John Smith, right? Right. Uh, and the details it's uh, in Smith's writing, and, uh, and it's not uh, very um, in detail. Mm. Uh, but she, they met when she was twelve. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so here I have a quote uh, that goes. Um, so Smith's 1616 account describes the dramatic act of selflessness, which would become legendary. At the minute of my execution, he wrote, she, she, referring to Pocahontas, hazarded mm. the beating out of her own brains to save mine. And not only that, but so prevailed with her father that I was mm. uh, safely con- uh, conducted at to Jamestown. Smith further embellished the story to his uh, general history uh, written years later. So, Pocahontas saved Smith from Pocahontas' father, I think. No, okay. Um, 
So captivity, I'm just going through here. I want to see what happened. Because I, I can't remember if they actually fell in love, love or if they were actually some other uh, or forced. Okay, so in March 16, uh, violence broke out between hundreds of English and uh, the Poten uh, men, the, the tribe of uh, Pocantes. English right. permitted Pocantes to talk to her father and other relatives as a diplomatic maneuver. According to English sources, Pocahontas told her family that she preferred to remain with the English rather than returning home. Oh, interesting. So Pocahontas met John Ruffle during the year in captivity. Ruffle, as mm -hmm. a propitious farmer, had lost his wife and child on a journey over to Virginia in a long letter to the governor requesting permission to wed Pocahontas. He expressed both his love for her and his belief that she, uh, he would be saving her soul through the institution of a Christian marriage. Pocahontas' feelings about Ruffy and marriage are known, so we, so we don't know if Pocahontas liked this, or liked this or not, basically. Oh, okay. But, uh, oh, I see. But they married in 1614 on April 5th mm. and lived uh, two years on the farm. But on uh, January 13, Pakansi gave, uh, gave birth to Thomas uh, Ruffle. According to Ralph Muffler, the marriage created a period of peace between the colonists and the Powhatan. Oh. So, uh, prim That sounds like a Disney movie, sort of. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's a popular legend. Very few rec records of the life of Pakansi's remain. The only contemporary portrait is Simon Van de Passes engraving of 1666 which emphasizes her indian features later mm. portraits often portray her as more european in appearance the myths are, uh, that arouse around pocahontas's story in the 19th century portrayed her as an emblem of potential of native americans to be assimilated to a european society the imagined mm. relationship between john smith and pocahontas romanticizes the theme of the assimilation and dramatizes the meeting of the two cultures Oh, cool! Um, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, so it's sort of like Romeo yeah. and Juliet, because like in in the Disney films, it's James Smith that falls in love with her, and not uh, John Ruffle, but who's an, uh, another guy. Oh, it's a completely different person. Yeah, in the originals. Oh, so I see. They romanticize with having John Smith because I guess they mm. made it because she saved her li his life instead. But she died mm -hmm. when she got to England because of um, the, the entire feces and because she, she's not. That's like the reason why all the Native Americans died when the Europeans arrived. It wasn't because of the, that they killed a lot. Because like the conquistadors, they killed a lot of people. Mm. But it was the, the diseases that they brought with them that killed everyone. Oh, from Europe? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Like the common cold and yeah, stuff. Yeah, common cold, me measles, uh, and everything. That, that, oh, wow. that, that killed 90%. Of the population, damn, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so it is. So it's obviously, like, obviously, don't give me a hug, please stay away yeah, from me. Yeah. So that obviously, <laughs> obviously, Pagans would die when she went to London, like the capital of disease at the time. Yeah, because London they didn't was have disgusting. Like drainage, at, yeah, right? London was yeah. disgusting up until like Industrial Revolution, I think, it, and even then it was mm. pretty shit. <laughs> yeah. I heard like people wouldn't, uh, it was either London or like France or like maybe even every European country, like people just wouldn't shower, mm -hmm. it just wasn't normal. Yeah, exactly. Like shower and stuff like that. Mm, no, exactly. And they're like, they didn't have any hair because it was full of lice, so that's why they wore the wigs and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. But with the, with like, that just reminded me of like Indiana Jones, apparently. Yeah, it could do, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the story behind how 
uh, Marion and Indy met, like, she was 15 and he was 25, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what? That's weird. <laughs> I remember now. Why, why even have that as a backstory? I don't understand, but... I think I think it's to, to create more depth in the characters. You can sort of understand. Oh my god! So that that happened at that time. Okay. Okay. So like Indiana. Yes. Yeah, like so it's just sort of the He was like, like oh, like a womanizer. Like he he left her right. And uh, yeah. So yeah. But uh, she kind of like looked up to him maybe as a mentor, and then. Yeah. But yeah, but okay, he, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. They end up marrying uh, at the, at the very least in the end. So. Okay. In the fourth one. So happily ever after. Happily ever after, and hopefully no measles and common yeah. cold killing people. <laughs> yeah, that, that would suck. Dying out of a, dying of a cold. Imagine you're like this warrior who's like conquered loads of like land, <laughs> and then here he lies, died of a, I don't know, toothache. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of, you know why we call it Bluetooth? Oh yeah. So uh, you know what the symbol and why we call it Bluetooth? It, I know I've heard I heard it before. Okay. But so it is. It has to do something with uh, an old Viking legend. It's always Vikings and, and all of this. So it's a Danish. Um, I'm not sure if it's. So it's one of the Scandinavians. I can't remember who it was, but it was mm. a Viking lord slash king who sort is. Um, whose mission was to gather the, all the tribes in one country and unify it into one grand army. Oh, cool. And But he was known to have a really dark tooth that could have been hmm. blue. So it, it would be blue tooth because he, uh, he would... Because uh, it looked like he had a blue tooth, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in originally, he would be called Blåtan. Eller Blåtan. Blåtan. Yeah, so blå Blåtan. is blue and tan is tooth. Oh, okay. So uh, he would. That, that's his really Blåtan, or his nickname was Blåtan. Mm. Uh, and the unif and the, the purpose of Bluetooth is like connecting devices, right? So that's yeah. sort of why where it comes from, Bluetooth. Oh, so he, he's known for connecting tribes. Yeah, and connecting people. tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I can find his name now, so I can actually pronounce it correctly for the viewer, the listeners here. So, um, yeah, Harald Blåtan. Harald Blåtan. Yeah, Harald Bluetooth, basically. <laughs> yeah, so he's known as the first. Uh, so he's known as the first real king of uh, Denmark. Mm. Oh, cool! We had a similar guy in Norway called uh, Harald Horfagre. Yeah. So he, his journey was his his legend is that he would not cut his hair until he until he uh, unified Norway. No, until he unified oh. Norway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! So yeah. He's like, please unify. His head's getting <laughs> everywhere. His car's get here. He's getting Stepping out of control. All over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So, yeah. We should do that, like a segment in the podcast, like teach a Norwegian word per episode or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Okay. Blåtan. Yeah. Here you go, guys. Bluetooth. <laughs> you, Blåtan. There. Do you, have an, do you have another word before we go here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. Okay. You haven't, you That's have, cool. This is, this is there's so much like history and stuff like that that mm-hmm. like, I need to like learn about and history. I love history so much. Uh, yeah. I'm a history geek. Any any mm-hmm. any last thoughts? Anything you think? Um, I just had this in the back of my head from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear about that? Like, basically, because you know how you mentioned the C three PO. Um, in like and like R two D two in one of the backgrounds, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, they, I remember they said they found like 
a mil- the Millennium Falcon in the Baltic Sea <laughs> last year, I believe. <laughs> Did you see that picture? Um, I think so. Uh, I'm gonna find. Yeah, it. it was by like a group of divers called like they call themselves the Ocean X Team, and I mean it. it it's I believe they kind of disproved it by saying it's a rock formation, but it very much looks like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah, I'm seeing it now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> but uh, it is... What in- if it is? It is interesting, though. It is interesting. Yeah. But it, it would never be that, because someone mm. made it up in California, so I don't think... Um, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who, kn- who knows? I'm glad that's the design for the Millennium Falcon, though, because apparently, you know the ship? I mean, you know this, obviously. The cheeseburger, yeah. Yeah, like the ship that was being chased by um, Lord Vader in the beginning, where Leia's in, Mm -hmm. you know, like the envoy or whatever, that was meant to be the Millennium Falcon. The long ship that oh, the yeah. uh, Star Destroyer is chasing. Yeah, that, that would that, that would be like, that would be too much of like Star Trek. I feel. Yeah. I like to have like a big m- mother ship. That I don't like that. Yeah. I like the tiny yeah. vessel. Yeah. True. And it lasts. Uh, yeah. And it, you want to learn another Norwegian word before we go? Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a word in in, in mind? What do you want to learn? I don't know. Surprise me. Surprise you. Um, is it something we can uh, do that we have talked about today that we can uh, yeah it could do uh, okay um, alright uh, I'm gonna learn you the Norwegian word for a whip a whip okay pisk pisk mm-hmm. there we go oh that's interesting that's like the sound it would make almost mm-hmm. of the whip itself yeah pisk, yeah. yeah so uh, we would use yeah so whipped cream would be pisket creme Oh, cool. Pisket cream. Oh, damn. That's interesting. What's a whip in Nepalese? Honestly, I, I don't know that. Mm. Whip. Because, like... Mm. It's funny because, like, when we speak Nepalese in the house, it's... Sometimes it's mixed. We mix, like, English and Nepalese together. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Oh, so, like, okay. whip? I'd have to ask my mom. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to ask my mom or dad. Yeah. We'll, we will have it for our listeners who's desperately, who's desperately waiting for what a whip sounds yes. like in oh, Nepalese. of course. For next... That's, that's millions gonna, of listeners. That's going to be the first uh, thing you will hear on the next podcast. Yeah. Thank you so I mean, much. show so popular. <laughs> Joe Rogan's after us. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, to the po- the second episode of the podcast yet to be named. Yes. Hopefully, next time we will have a name. We should have mm-hmm. a name by next time, and uh, we will uh, wish you all a pleasant evening slash morning slash flight slash boat Wherever trip slash are. vacation slash um, whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah. If you're with your girl, instead of having a Netflix and chill, you'll listen. You'll tune into. Johannes and Ishan talk about life and stuff. I think that's a yeah. I think that's the best date thing you can do, though. Really, nah, it's probably torture. Yeah, like Oops. listening. You you you're like having a romantic dinner and you can hear you talking in the background. Like, what is Nepalese for penis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could be uh, categorized under ASMR. Who knows? ASMR, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. ASMR. That's our market. That's our market. That's our marketplace. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. All right. Thank you very much. Peace out. See ya. See ya.